Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes, cause I'm a king. God made me punch in accurate numbers. My castle won't crumble. What I tackle will fumble. I've been a leader when they ain't see it, but now my feet is up. According to me, royalty didn't end with King Tut. Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs. Big says sky is the limit. I look down on the ledge. I push the bar like I'm opening the cell. Hands in my cookie jar, you won't come out with a single nail. I need all of mine. The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale. What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell. Even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked I make all my moves on the board, I invented my steps uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler, I feel like Mansa Musa Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda Triangle, look at it from my angle I'm a king, the closest thing to being one of God's angels yeah. I'm a king Heavy is the head that wears the crown I put in extra work that just can't be found I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cuz I'm a king. My bad. See, I didn't I done messed up. I didn't I messed up the whole good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. Uh this is your host Jay Spencer King. This is the Code of Conduct podcast. Man, that 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 one That one was tough, man. That one was tough. You have ladies and gentlemen, just just wow can we just just wow it, it's an incredibly tough loss incredibly t- incredibly tough loss but first it, Josh Allen I'm proud I'm proud of of the offense I'm proud of Gabriel Davis I'm proud of I'm proud of so much. So so I don't want to I don't want to take this moment and beat beat down our guys. I want to congratulate the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to congratulate the fan base of the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh man. Tough tough loss. Josh Allen, I, let me let me pull up the stats. I, I haven't even I literally just just sat down right after the game and listen. I, I don't I don't know from our offense, I don't know what else you could have expected to see from Josh Allen. And sure, we would have liked to see a little bit more Stefan Diggs. Sure, the run game didn't look the way it looked over the last six weeks or whatever, but it's okay. Devin got a touchdown. It doesn't listen, I don't I can't ask for more from the offensive side of the ball. I couldn't ask for more. But the part that hurts with, with all of this is is the, the couple things that that last year Brandon Bean said the way you lose, or it may have been Coach McDermott, the way you lose in the last game of the year pretty much tells how things have gone for the for the year. And I know a lot of people are gonna want to blame this on the defense. 
a lot of people are going to want to blame this on the defense, but I can't, I can't, I can blame the big play at the end of the game. Like there's specific plays, but overall that's the Kansas city chiefs. We knew going into this, that this was going to be one of those games where it was going to be close. It was going to be a shootout. It was going to be, it was going to be wild. We we knew, we knew what, what to expect in this. I don't want to, I don't want to turn and blame anything on the referees. I don't want to fall down that rabbit hole of there was this, there was that look. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and their fan base. Four consecutive years hosting the AFC championship game in Arrowhead Stadium. I don't I don't know what else Josh Allen could have done. Josh Allen <laughs> he basically won the game twice. He basically won the game twice. It's rough because all we gelled at the right time. We got healthy at the right time. The offensive line actually, from what I see, obviously it's it's right after the game, so I didn't get a chance to really look at the offensive line's performance, but it looks like Josh had enough time to do a lot of things tonight. So I can't be mad at the offensive line. I see some comments in here. Shout out to Kevin Weber. He says Edmonds was terrible. This is something that we've basically debated on all season long. I disagree. I don't think that he was terrible. I think that we were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think that um, Travis Kelsey was just a little bit better than Matt Milano. Nobody talks about the plays that Matt Milano missed. It wasn't just Tremaine. They gave up a lot of points, too, on that other side of the ball. It wasn't just us. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. The thing, the thing that, the thing that I guess is just is just at the forefront of my mind is that you know you you really could not have asked Josh Allen to do anything differently. I mean, you look at this game, you you look at this game, and you look at the way Josh Allen closed the game twice. <laughs> he closed the game twice. And what it comes down to is this is the first night. This is the first night out of since Thanksgiving that we had to see a quarterback that now you actually understand why we missed Tredavious White. Jordan Poyer, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, all pro players doing what they do. They did a good job, right? But they still gave up big plays. The defense, the defense missed our guy. We missed Trey White tonight. When you're looking at when you're looking at Tariq Hill just running all over the field, when, when you're looking at um, you know, with, with 18 seconds left or 17 seconds left, you're allowing the Kansas City Chiefs to get all the way down the field close enough to get field goal range. You can't blame that on Josh, man. Josh did his job twice. One of the most impressive drives I've seen in playoffs in recent history was that 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 drive that it lasted over seven minutes in the fourth quarter. It kept them off the field for the most part. Now, two minutes is a long time to give Patrick Allen. Patrick Mahomes. I'm, see, I'm, I'm all over the place. Patrick Allen. Two minutes is a long time to give him. They scored. But then Josh came right back and scored. You can't be mad at Josh. I mean, Vince Taylor says, I'm going to bed angry tonight. You and me both. You and me both. I think I'm more disappointed than angry. 
I'm more disappointed than angry because all signs were pointing to the Buffalo Bills to win this game. All signs were pointing to the Buffalo Bills to win this game. They did everything that you can expect and that you can ask from Josh Allen in his offense. Questionable things. Now, all season, I've been talking about special teams. Now, it came from a completely different area. Came from a different area. We didn't, we didn't make any mistakes receiving the ball. We didn't make any re- mistakes, punt returns and kick returns. But you got you, you, you to gotta acknowledge that special teams matters. Over-pursuing on a guy like Tariq Hill, not filling your lanes, is not going to be successful. And, and, and special teams, that's the play that it turned around. Because the Buffalo Bills have built some momentum. Buffalo Bills have built momentum. Shout out to my, to my man Brian Bowers. He's a terrible coaching on the ensuing kickoff. You have to squib the ball, and then even after that blunder, you allow them to get into field goal range with 13 seconds. <laughs> man, I'm pissed. I, I'm, I'm with you, Brian. I'm with you. But the thing is, this, this is one of the things that you have to. Let me let me take a step back but, but before I because I'm, I'm emotional and in my thoughts, I can I can feel them. They're they're ping ponging all over the place. They're bouncing off the wall. We have just witnessed possibly the greatest playoff game in recent history. And it's going to go down as one of the best playoff games in history. Now, it doesn't feel good because we're on the side of it that we didn't win, that we're not advancing. And I know, just like you, a lot of us felt like this is the year. This was the year to do it. My man Richard Rush says, I'm heartbroken with you, Spence, and all the Mafia family. I just don't know how to, I just don't know how to feel right now. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say that's going to make sense. Now, does last year hurt more or does this year hurt more? This year is more fresh, but I'm sorry. Normally, Joe does the post game stuff and the reactions, and uh, he normally asks questions on Twitter, and he asks everybody to to kind of give input. Tonight, I didn't want to. I didn't want to recover emotionally. I wanted to come in here and I wanted to grieve with my family, and I wanted to. To, to allow everybody to do this together. This is a safe space. Because I know as soon as we get back on the Twitter, as soon as we get back into that world, you're going to have those Chiefs fans that everybody was arguing with over the week. And it's going to be all these receipts and bookmarks. And, and that's all fair. It's fair game. It's fair game. It's what happens at this time of year. You all talk stuff between fan bases. We have fun with each other. And we talked a lot of crap. So Bill's Mafia, it's time that we take it. But, but, but for right now, but for right now, Let's go ahead and just grieve together as a family. Shout out to B. B is in the room. She says, I'm so hurt. That game should have been over. And I'm telling you, that's the part. That's the part. Josh Allen has done. Trick says 13 seconds. (laughs) It's inexcusable. Now, now, on the flip, like I said, there there are things, and I'm going to watch this, obviously. I got the Code of Conduct coming Tuesday, and Joe's going to be back. He's going to do his show with, with John Fina. And it, so we're going we're gonna to break it down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Here comes the Chiefs fans. Bills, take that L. You deserve that. Deserve that. And we take that. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and your fan base. 
But I'm going to tell you what, as a Bills fan, after we get these emotions out, after we take the time to, to really let this thing settle and, and really pay attention to what happened. Yesterday, I said on the special of the code of conduct that I released with Sterling that if this were to happen, if we were to lose, I need you to understand that this was still a successful season. I know we want that Lombardi. We want, and it's coming. We got the quarterback that I feel confident enough to say that it's coming. We got the guy. You just saw it on display. Gabriel Davis over 170 yards pat, or receiving, three touchdowns, four touchdowns. It's heartbreaking because all season we boast on the fact that we have the number, and, and, it, and for good reason, we should boast on the fact that we have the number one defense in the league. Coming into this game, I talked about how we have two all-pro defensive players. Anti sellout says rushing four people with 13 seconds left. Defensive coordinator fired. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Again, this is all emotion. This is all emotion. I get it. Let's, let's get it all out. Let's vent. Let's vent. I still think that Leslie Frazier put enough on film this year and last year for, for him to get a head coaching job elsewhere. If not, I don't think we should fire him. I would love to have him back next year. You don't you don't have a number one defense for the year, and then because the the game at the end goes the way it goes, you don't you don't get rid of the the defensive coordinator that leads your defense to a number one. Payton says, "I am sad and proud. We just witnessed the greatest postseason play by a Bills quarterback since the comeback game. It just didn't work out. I can't find anger right now. I'm at peace, and that, and I think that's the weird I think that's the weird thing." As disappointing and as hurtful as this loss is, I still feel very good about the fact that what I saw from that team, it makes me feel confident as a Bills fan that we are going to be there. We are going to be there for, for this is not the last that the league has heard from our team. Josh Allen belongs on that field. He belongs in that spotlight, just like Patrick Mahomes. The play from Josh Allen, just all, all throughout the game, the rushing attack, the passing, the pinpoint accuracy. We're seeing Josh Allen tap into a whole new mode that, that now it's consistent Josh Allen. Now it's Josh Allen that's getting rid of the ball. He's making good reads. He's not turning the ball over. So yeah, while, it, while this hurts, I, I, I completely understand all the disappointment. I completely understand the anger and, and what everybody is saying. I got people in my chat saying that they're sick right now. Not not in the, the group here. I'm talking about in, in another chat I had got going on, getting text messages. I'm sick right now. Matt Thompson says, Josh earned that victory. He, he absolutely earned that victory. I just, I just don't know what else you would expect. <laughs> Again, and I, I keep going back to that because let's talk about Gabriel Davis. 200 yards receiving, eight receptions, four touchdowns. That's big time. That's big time. Jesse wants to talk about the NFL overtime rules. Now, here's the thing. Because we lost, it's easy for me to come on the show and say, you know what? The NFL needs to change the rules. They really need to look at the rules, and we need to go and allow both teams to touch the ball. Of course. 
But if if the shoe were on the other foot right now, we would all be celebrating and Kansas City Chiefs fans would be pissed off the same way and they would want the same type of, you know, same type of justice. And we'd be saying the rules are the rules. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take this opportunity to 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 backtrack and I'm not going to take anything away from what the Kansas City Chiefs did. Tonight, unfortunately, the Kansas City Chiefs were the better team at the end of the day, and they beat the Buffalo Bills 42 to 36. But what I can tell you is, out of everything that we saw, out of everything that we saw, if you want to find, if you're like me and you want to be a glass half full type person, instead of, instead of, I understand it's fresh, but there's a lot, there's a lot to be proud of about this team. But then there's a lot that we're going to talk about this week that's going to hurt. There's a lot of big decisions to be made this offseason. There's a lot of things that have to change. And by a lot, I don't mean a complete overhaul with the team. I don't mean, but, but there's a philosophy that has to happen. Changes with the philosophy has to happen. If, if we said for two years in a row that this is the team that was built to go against Kansas City and win, we lost twice. So if that's what we're telling ourselves, that we have the roster that's built specifically to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, we came close. And yeah, Josh Allen earned it twice. Josh Allen earned it twice. But we came up short. We came up short. Youssef says, again, for all the ages, Mahomes is an all-time great. And you're right. You're right. Josh Allen played a phenomenal game. And there's nothing, there's nothing, again, I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to continue to say this all week. There's nothing that you could have asked for more from Josh Allen in that game. Nothing more you could have asked for. Patrick Mahomes was just that much better. He was just that much better. I'm trying to pull up the stats now so we can kind of talk about just the performance between, I mean, both quarterbacks. Just an insane, just an insane game. Josh Allen, 27 for 37, 329 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. He also added 11 carries, 68 yards for 6.2 yards per carry. You look at Patrick Mahomes, 33 for 44. 378 yards and three touchdowns. He also added seven carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. Nice. Shout out, shout out to, I mean, at this point, I I can't sit here and be upset. Like it's, look, if this is what Peyton Manning went through for those years where he couldn't get through Tom Brady, I can understand how frustrating this had to be for the fans of Indianapolis. Jamie says, Josh played a hell of a game. I'm I'm excited to see him back next season. These boys have my heart, even if it hurts right now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Sean says, we really missed Trey today. Hill and Kelsey got wide open too many times. Is that on defensive backs or deep play calling? Listen, I think it's on both. I think it's on both. I I can't blame Dane Jackson, and I can't blame, uh, you know, Levi Wallace for not being all pro cornerbacks that that can cover these guys one-on-one. I can't blame them. But we can talk about, like I just mentioned, schemes might have to change. If we're built to beat this team, then, then, then what defensive package? We didn't stop them as much as we should have as the number one defense. 
Peyton says, that's life. Riding high on Saturday, shot down on Sunday. But I know I'm going to change that tune when we're back on top in June. <laughs> Sinatra, sort of. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. No, I'm reading with you, man. I'm reading with you. Steve says that last 13 seconds was managed and called so poorly by McDermott and Frazier. So what I'm seeing a lot of complaints about Frazier and McDermott in here. You ready to move on from these guys? I'm not. I'm not ready to move on from Sean McDermott. Not after this. No. Sean McDermott is the most successful coach since Marv leaving. I'm not saying that right now just to kind of get over this loss. This loss hurts and we're like it, it hurts and it stings. And you all have every right to be upset. You have every right to feel the way that you do. I'm going to read this comment and then I'm going to block you because I don't I don't play the game about calling people fools and whatnot. But apparently Pedro thinks that defensive coordinator needs to go. You're wrong. <laughs> Again, we don't you don't fire somebody who has led your defense to a number one defense throughout the season. Does there need to be tweaks? Do we need a new defensive line coach? Do we need a new offensive line coach? Do we need a new defensive backs coach? What about linebacking play? But but no, you don't fire the defensive coordinator. Now, if he goes and gets a head coaching job, which I do think that he will, so be it. But you don't fire him. If he's if he's here, you you maintain that relationship and you keep him. Same thing with Brian Dayball. He's going to get hired. He's gone. But if he doesn't, you keep Brian Dayball. Okay, the, the, I just read you Josh Allen's stats. 329 yards, four touchdowns, and zero interceptions. And then you're talking about on defense, you're talking about letting go of a defensive coordinator. Look, we were in, we were in the game at the end of the game. Now I'm going to give that more. I'm going to give that more to Josh and the offense. We were in the game, but you do not fire a defensive coordinator that led your team to a number one defense for the season. I'm not sure exactly how this name should be read, so I'm just going to read the comment here. It says, horrible coaching in the end of regulation. First, the stupid decision not to kick short. Then they called three timeouts before the two Mahomes passes and still called the worst possible defensive play. I agree. I agree. At some point, you, you know that this team is not just looking to do Hail Marys. They had timeouts. It, they had timeouts. The whole field was open. So what they had to do was get get close enough to get a field, obviously, which is what they did. You get close enough to get a field goal. You tie the game up, hope it goes to overtime, you get the ball first, and you do what they did. If I'm Sean McDermott, you play defense. And if, if listen, all game, you've been trusting your guys. You got beat a couple times, but you also, you had some plays where you stopped these guys. You stopped these guys. So what do you do? You pull everybody back because you're afraid that they're going to do the same thing that that happened in, in Arizona last season? No, you play defense. All this prevent defense in these type of situations, I agree. It wasn't the best play call. Now, if, if you're going to make the argument that this is where people's jobs are on the line, so be it. But I'm not going to be that guy to go out to say that we need to try to replace our coach or replace our defensive coordinator because of that. Jackie says, heartbreaker. I can't believe they couldn't stop Kansas City with 13 seconds. You and me both, Jackie. You and me both. 
My man Eli in the building. What up, my brother? Says, y'all want Dayball and Frazier. You will miss them if their replacements don't get it done. And, and, and that's, that's what it comes down to. A lot of times in the emotion of things, we, we make these statements and we want to get rid of people and we want to push people away. And I know we have, we're frustrated. Again, frustrated. This one was in the pocket. Damn. But with, the, with these emotions, we say these things and we want to get rid of players and coaches. And then you realize you don't know what you had until it was gone. And I don't want that to be us. I feel like continuity is going to be important. I think the draft is going to be important. I think you're going to want to make sure that we have depth at cornerback. Now, whether that's through free agency. Sean says, how many heartbreaking losses can one franchise endure? It's just weird. Taylor says the sweet potatoes jinxed us. I, I, I never, I know they wrote the story on it. I just couldn't, I couldn't get it. It didn't make sense to me. Triggs with the super chat says, "Things thing is, why rush four? Rush three and add an extra defensive back or linebacker. Exactly. Play defense for that situation. Again, if you want to have two guys back deep in case of a Hail Mary, fine. But I also need you to, to cover the part of the field that they were actually aiming to get to because they could still extend the game without scoring a touchdown. Juan says, when you say it out loud, it's just crazy. 13, 13 seconds, Juan. 13 seconds. Jesse says, I was alive during a Music City miracle, so I can understand not squib kicking it. I think that played into it. Look, I don't know. I don't know if I want to, with the squib kick or with the long kick, whatever it is, I don't, I don't know what exactly I want to blame it on. See, because the thing is you want to look at this game and you want to, you want to look at how Josh Allen scored two touchdowns to put the Buffalo bills on top. You want to look at that and you want to say, yeah, this, this worked. This was perfect. Josh Allen earned this. We won this game. You want to be able to look at that and, and, What what else would what else could you have asked for from Josh Allen as offense? Steve Lynn says Trey White will not be the same coming back from his AC well, ACL. It'll take time and better talent and defense for this team to get back to this position. I agree. I think in the draft, cornerback, maybe another safety. I know we we you know extended both of our guys and, and we have them here for a couple more years, but still you want you want solid depth and you want good play from those positions. Do we extend Levi Wallace? I think we should. But do we extend Levi Wallace and keep him here? Or do we do we move on? He came back on a one-year deal because he felt like he, he wanted to win a Super Bowl with this team. I don't know. Juan says, I blame it on the coin toss. Yeah, we <laughs> let's blame it on the coin toss. I blame it on the, the article that was written about, about Josh Allen uh, winning all the coin tosses. I feel like that jinxed us. I'm not superstitious. Maybe a little stitches, but Stefan Diggs' lack of involvement in the offense very much concerned me. So if we're gonna if we're gonna start nitpicking on Brian Dayball and we're gonna start talking about the things, let's start talking about it. Stefan Diggs, three receptions for seven yards. 
Isaiah McKenzie, one reception for three yards. Dawson Knox, two receptions for nine yards. Emmanuel Sanders, one reception for 16 yards. The game was basically Gabriel Davis with some Cole Beasley mixed in here. Cole Beasley, six receptions for 60 yards. We did what we had to do on offense, but it's still concerning that our that our star wide receiver was not as involved as he should be. It's concerning that the guy, Emmanuel Sanders, that we brought in here to be our number two. Now, I didn't get to watch all 22 yet. We, we weren't able to see everything yet. But, man. Peyton says, if I told you Diggs has seven yards receiving and we scored 36 points, you're right. You're right. Last week, a lot of the Patriots fans were laughing because they're like, well, Diggs only had, you know, three receptions for 60 yards. I take three reception for 60 over three for seven. Spence says, I don't care about who gets what stats. We put up 36 points and we're in position to win the game. You don't have to care, but it's something to be, it's, it's something to talk about. It's something to pay attention to. It's something to pay attention to because the question is, first half, why wasn't things working? You're right. At the end of the game, we were there. It's about defense at that point. I tweeted out during the fourth quarter, right there at the end, after Josh, the first time that Josh Allen scored to, to put us up at the end of the game. I said, okay, number one defense in the league, you're up. You're up. And unfortunately, the defense didn't, didn't stand. The defense didn't stand. Tyreek Hill had an amazing, I don't even know how he got open. He's like a, like a ball in a pinball machine. He bounces off people. He, he's, so, he's so fast. He's so quick. Isaiah McKenzie, same type of player. Same type of, he's not on the level of Tariq Hill, but same type of player. One reception for three yards. You want to talk about him rushing three carries for 15 yards, five yard average. That's good. Why not more? I liked everything that we did on offense. I liked everything that we did on offense, but there are times that we were stopped that we shouldn't be stopping. That's where it's a problem when we're talking about why, why the ball wasn't spread around. That's a problem. But the problem that we, we need to address right now is the defense at the end of the game. And everybody knows I love my dogs. I love Jordan. I love Micah. I love Levi. I love Tremaine. Everybody knows I got my stuff. I don't even know where my signs are right now. But y'all know how I feel about my defense. Y'all know how I feel about my boys. But at the end of the game there, you don't let Tariq Hill get open like that. That special, that special play, that special teams play. You don't let Tariq Hill run that thing back, what, 70, 60? I don't even know how long that return was. But you don't let that happen. Now, the defense stood there and kept them to three points. But momentum, momentum. Momentum. You got to stop these guys. Then on defense, let's let's talk about defense. Tariq Hill had 11 receptions for 150 yards. One touchdown. Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 96 yards. It's the usual suspects. It's the usual suspects. We knew, you know, they are who they thought they are who we thought they were. The usual suspects. So coming into this game, Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott. 
We know. We knew who they were going to go to. Shout out to Tiff, my girl, T. Estelle. Diggs wasn't a part of offense today, and why? And why did we kick the ball off to waste the clock? I'm just sick. Tiff. <laughs> T. This is, this is, um, sick is a good way, good way to describe the feeling here. Cause I, last season I was, I was really, really hurt and disappointed and I'm, I'm disappointed and I, I can feel it, but I'm, I'm, I'm more Joe, I'm more so just, I'm speechless. Shout out to Jesse with the comment. Just wondering for all the new viewers here, do you live in Buffalo and how will this affect the city? So I, I moved from Buffalo two years ago. I now live in Phoenix, Arizona. And, um, but I can tell you, I still, I, I pretty much have been there all year. I've been back and forth between here and Buffalo as if I still live there. Um, this is, this is going to hurt the city for a second. Uh, the city of Buffalo, the city of Buffalo is, is Buffalo Bills. They love this. They love this team. And the energy and the love and everything that was happening amongst the city uh, with, with the way this team has been playing, you, you, can't, you can't understate just how important this team is. And this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. But, again, glass half full mentality needs to be what we have. After you get over this hurt, after you stop, after you stop mourning this loss, whether it takes you a few days, whether it takes you a few weeks or a month, once you stop mourning this loss, you, you'll be able to understand that our quarterback now has just connected to that God-level play. Now our quarterback, I guarantee you, tomorrow, yeah, we lost a game. And I know this isn't going to feel good to listen to or watch because you're not going to care. But I'm telling you, now the conversation is going to be how Buffalo has an elite quarterback. Now the conversation is going to be Josh Allen consistently is that dude. You're going to get respect now from Josh Allen because of the performance that he put on on this on this field tonight. But you got to talk about this defense. Peyton says, how will this impact the city in response to Jesse's question? Tonight at the airport, thousands will show up in freezing weather to welcome the team home. And that's what it's, that, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. But again, before I, I, I can't over, I can't overly state this. I need y'all to understand. I know this hurts, but our quarterback has now tapped in to that God level play. All the stuff that we've seen throughout the years as, as Bills fans, all the shit that we've had to endure with Tom Brady, where it just seems like any, at any point he wins the game. When, when, when you're looking at Peyton Manning back in the day, you're looking at Brett Favre, and you're looking at all these guys who always seem to win the game whenever they get the ball back. Our quarterback has tapped into that level of play. It, it, it just happened. Today, we just saw that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. And regardless of how the media wanted to try to say it earlier in the year when he struggled a little bit, he's still Patrick Mahomes. But I need you all to understand that Josh Allen has tapped into that level of play. He's the Aaron Rodgers talk, the way that we all used to look at how Aaron Rodgers used to play, and we used to just love it, and everybody wanted a quarterback like that. He's tapped into to what we have all been praying for for years. That is where Josh is. 
that's where Josh is. And we still, yeah, Stefan Diggs, three receptions for seven yards. But I, I tell you what, I'll still take Stefan Diggs for the foreseeable future. Get him some help, though. And I'm not saying that as a slight to anybody because Gabriel Davis came out here and he put on his big boy pants and he was out there looking like Randy Moss. 200 yards, four touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Shout out to Gabriel Davis for, for going out there and putting this offense on his back along with Josh Allen. Mike in the building says, Raven fans here. Great game, guys. I'll trade you Lamar for Josh Allen. How about no? <laughs> How about no? No. Eric says, Josh outplayed Mahomes and we still lost. Shaking my head. Yeah. I can't say he outplayed. Can't say he outplayed. He had one more touchdown, but Mahomes had 50 yards more passing. Listen, this year, this year is not the year, it's not the normal which you which you see. You see Cincinnati in there. And Joe Burrow, he's playing the part. But you see Cincinnati in there, they beat the number one seed. You see Green Bay get beat. You see all these teams that, that you don't feel like are going to advance. You see them advancing. The San Francisco 49ers has a real shot. Ken wants to know, with very little cap space next year, how do we approve? I, I, think, I think the cap is going up a little bit more than, than originally anticipated. The cap is going up, but also I think there's a couple moves that we can make where we either have some expiring contracts or some guys that um, if we cut them, uh, the, the, dead, the dead cap space won't really hurt the team as much. We'll, we'll be all right. I trust Brandon Bean. I still trust him. Listen, we're complaining, but you also, again, glass half full mentality. We're at a place that a lot of franchises wish they could be at now. Playoffs, four out of five years. Last year in the AFC Championship game. This year, basically, this game that we just played in, this game that you just witnessed was the best game in play in the playoffs. And it's not going to be close. The Super Bowl won't be this good. Next week, AFC Championship game will not be this good. The NFC Championship game will not be this good. No, it doesn't make you feel better because we, we came up on the short end. But I'm telling you, what you just witnessed is two of the best teams in the NFL. It's a shame. It's a shame that this game had to happen in this round. It's a shame that this game had to happen in the divisional round. Davis says it's hard to understand the decision making at the end of this game. We have great coaching overall, but I'm the biggest, but I'm the biggest moment, some very poor decision. In I'm guessing in the biggest moments, some very poor decisions. I agree. I, yeah, David, I got you. Jessica says, I'm happy with the season. I'm with I'm too, Jessica. And that's what I'm trying to again, I, I with 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 respect to everybody's feelings and everybody's emotions. I know everybody is invested differently. And, and for the most part, this fan base is very, very, very invested. So I understand those of you taking this harder than others, but I'm going to just tell you, you have, you have every reason as a bills fan to hold your head high. You have every reason to be proud of what, what you witnessed this season. I'm very proud of, of what I saw all season from our defense. I'm very proud all season what I've seen from Josh Allen in this offense. I'm proud at the way they came together at the end of the season. I'm proud at how the offensive line seemed to gel at the right time. And Devin Singletary became the running back that we all knew that he could be since his rookie year. I'm proud at the fact that, you know, Gabriel Davis came out here and he put himself in the record books tonight. 
That's what I'm proud of. I'm proud that Josh Allen, again, has tapped into God-level play. Everybody likes Eminem and God flow. We got, we got God flow on the field with Josh Allen. We just, we just saw, we just saw the best performance. Again, after seeing the game against the New England Patriots, the only reason why that game was offensively better at all is because we didn't punt the ball. But when you look at what Josh Allen just did, I'm telling you, that's God body play. That's God level play. Chris says last week, cloud nine, this week, heartbreak, but also very proud. And that's it. That's it. This is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. And you're going to, again, as a fan base, we do all the, the table jumping and we do all the, the, the you know, condiment squirting, the, the, the ketchup and mustard and, and all the wild stuff that we do. We, we do all of that. And we talk a lot of crap because that's how we are. We're passionate. So, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get the, the bookmarks. We're going to get the people retweeting us. Is this you? We're going to get those. Eat it. It's okay. Just eat it. The Buffalo Bills are here to stay, and we've earned the respect from those around the league, and I promise you that we are going to be back. A couple of weeks ago, I said on, on the Hump Day Hotline, I didn't know if it was this year or not. But I promised you, I said, we have a quarterback. We have a quarterback that is going to bring the Lombardi to Western New York. And I believe that I still believe it. I believe it. And I believe that Stefan Diggs is going to be here to do it with him. I believe that Brian Dayball is not going to be here, but he's a big part of the reason why it happened. Brian Dayball is gone, y'all. <laughs> he's gone. But you have a lot to look, you have a lot to look forward to as a fan base. Brian says, love everyone heartbroken. We will be stronger. As long as we're talking about positives, that fourth and 14 TD, though, beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh Allen was, again, he's doing things that you don't even expect to see out of a Buffalo Bills quarterback. He's doing it. Back to, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, though, if we're going to talk about coaching decisions, why did it take so long for us to start utilizing Josh Allen's arm? That's something I didn't like. That's something I didn't like. I feel like we were stopped a couple of times when we were trying to force the issue with the run. We were trying to force the issue with Josh Allen. And I understand we wanted to control the clock and keep Patrick Mahomes off the, off the field. I get it. I get it. But it should have been all gas, no breaks. The entire game. The entire game. We got some trolls in the comments. We're going to let y'all have your moment. We're going to let y'all have your moment. You know, y'all won. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not the hater. I, I can come on here and I can say congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs and their fan base. I can do that. But I promise you, I promise you we'll be back. And that's a guarantee. So, look, I'm going to get on out of here. I appreciate y'all coming to, to, to spend time with me and the vent with me tonight. I'm going to be back Tuesday night for the Code of Conduct. I know Joe Miller will be back tomorrow uh, with John Fina for the off tackle with John Fina. And there's going to be a lot of great content out tonight. Go hit up Buffalo Fanatics. Go hit up Rico Report. Go hit up Cover One. Go hit up uh, Cold Front Report. Just just go ahead and hit everybody. Hit up everybody. Show love to everybody. We all going to need it. We all going to need it. 
And in the meantime, this week, y'all do the same thing for yourselves. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all love each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills.